had a random thought about our creative process. So let's talk about it. can't believe that I'm actually saying this, but we are on episode 12 of our podcast, which means it's actually our final episode of this season. I know, I can't believe many things, but above all that it's over already and that we made it. I'm so proud of us. (laughs) I know, like I'm kind of freaking out internally. I'm like, I can't believe it's already been 12 episodes and that we're already here and... I don't know. So many thoughts have just been running through my mind getting ready for this last episode. Yeah, I mean, I think there's kind of this pressure to make the last episode a really good one. I mean, we do want to continue on with the podcast for sure, but you kind of want to wrap up this first little exposure in a nice way, you know, package it nice. Well, everybody always kind of wants to wrap something up in a nice little tidy bow at the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. Or go out with a big bang in some in some sense, right? So, I mean, it's only natural to be thinking about that. And I mean, of course, we are going to do a season two. That goes without saying we're so happy with how this season has gone so far. And I mean, I've really enjoyed our conversations together so far. Me too. I don't know if it's narcissistic or something to say, but I've really enjoyed listening to our episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Even during the editing process, there'll be times I'm just sitting there editing and I'm laughing out loud. And I know what we're going to say next because we just said it, you know, a day or two yeah. before. But I've oh my gosh, really that liked happens it. happens to me all the time. I'll literally be laughing at myself as I'm like editing out things and everything. And our audience honestly misses out on some of the best bloopers, which one day we will give you a nice big episode of just bloopers because they are honestly too good so funny I mean I think that's part of having a season one is you really work out all these kinks and you kind of come across these bumps in the road and even just the awkward moments we do try to pare things down for time so that we're not having you listen to an hour of like half giggling half you know WTF moments or awkward pauses (laughs) but those are kind of one of the most interesting or entertaining parts to listen to are the bloopers because we really are just having a good time and being genuine with each other. Well, that's one thing that I've enjoyed about the podcast so much is just having these weekly talks because it's not like we didn't get together before the podcast or like have conversations, but I've found having the podcast has really made us like, I don't know, kind of focus in on the conversation more. It's not so surrounded by TV playing in the background or, you know, picking up our phones every now and then. It's really a focused hour of just conversation between my sister and I, and I think that's so great. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we didn't bond before, like you said. I mean, we've spent a lot of time together even before the podcast. that's how this all came about, right? I mean, if we hadn't spent any time before, I wouldn't imagine we would ever (laughs) want to do a podcast together. No, the chemistry would just not be there. I mean, just being (laughs) sisters alone isn't enough. I know plenty of sisters who don't get along, don't have any similar interests, and have a really hard time connecting, but it's not that way with you. But to be fair, I do think that... like sister family duos brother sister whatever duos do have a little bit of extra magic to it I don't know what it is but there's something just like captivating about that bond that people are interested in or I hope so anyways I think so I mean it's very 
awesome to me when I hear us say the same thing at the same time with the same tone. It's what we call it sister vibes all the time. Like half the time so when many times we're texting. We've been planning for the episode, this happens. Yeah. Or we're like, oh, what do you think the title for this episode should be? We'll say it at like the same time sometimes because we're both like sending like uh, thoughts of what one could be and we say the same thing. Or literally one person says it and it's like, I was just typing that sister magic all the time always and it's that symbiotic relationship where that kind of creative process that complements each other that I Mm -hmm. love I feel like you push me to be more outside of my box I can be very regimented and a little too hyper focused where I kind of tune out everything else around me but I feel Mm -hmm. like when I'm working with you that I really get to see the whole picture and maybe broaden my perspective I, I I get very bogged down in my own thought process sometimes and just hashing ideas off you. Not that we disagree most of the time anyway, Mm -hmm. but just having your feedback has been really, really supporting for me. Yeah. And honestly, for me, it's been super supportive to have that structure and that like logical sound mind to you as well. Right. And not wanting our podcast just to be all random conversations all the time but to have some actual facts and like scientific knowledge and stuff inserted in there and I really appreciate having that side because I personally am incapable of planning I just don't do that (laughs) right like even for like the podcast and stuff like that like sitting down to plan like I typically don't do notes or anything unless I'm actually with you because then I'm like okay this is what we're doing and I can actually do it but if I'm like forced to do it on my own it just doesn't happen I just think of it in my mind and I'm like yeah sure that that will work well that's another beautiful aspect of doing the podcast together too is in our personal lives or in our just regular day-to-day sister lives I think we're very supportive Supportive of one another you know that I'm your cheerleader mm-hmm. I'm your backbone 100%. I'm here to listen and very rarely critique I do not like giving you unsolicited advice if you ask me no. flat out what do you think I should do I'll tell you but which otherwise <laughs> which you do but I'm not gonna just offer that up if you're not even asking me for it so right like honestly having this podcast it's so funny because there's so many people who I feel like just feel they need to give unsolicited criticism and I find that so interesting Mm. because I don't find I don't personally think I've asked anybody like truly what they think about the podcast you know what I mean because when we started this we said straight from the beginning that we wanted to do this for For us us. and that we want wanted to make content that we were happy with not content that pleased other people or just content to make other people like happy we wanted to be genuinely happy with what we were putting out ourselves and we weren't going to be focusing on the numbers that was like the biggest thing for us it wasn't about the numbers it was about the amount of happiness the podcast brought us exactly as cheesy and corny as that sounds I feel like that has what has been like able for me to kind of separate myself from seeking out or like really like obsessing over the numbers or anything like that not that our numbers are bad I think we've done honestly surprisingly way better than I would have thought on some episodes yeah especially starting out organically neither of us had a huge following beforehand we were just two normal people you know good old Canadian girls so it's not like we started this with tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of followers waiting to hear what we have to say I mean 
it's no really it's not like we bombard the following that we do have really with our podcast either like yes we do promote it a little bit obviously you kind of need to or else (laughs) what are you doing it for right but at the same time we're not like constantly like oh why aren't you following me or like so mad at somebody because they did this or you know what I mean like it's not that big and it really plays off of what I was speaking about before about how in our personal lives or our regular lives we're very supportive of one another but when it comes Mm -hmm. to the podcast I feel like we really do hold each other accountable in terms of yeah this is the schedule this is the next kind of content that we're going to be releasing and we work collaboratively but at the same time we don't let one another slip because both of us are very likely to just kind of back off and let things slide Right. And that kind of goes along with what I was saying before about not being a planner or anything. I've been very known to come up with great ideas and start projects and just not be able to finish anything. So to really make it to the end of season one really feels like a huge accomplishment because we finished something. We did it. I know. I'm I'm like weirdly proud of us. I know it's a podcast, yeah. but... And it's not over. It's still continuing. No. But we accomplished season one and that's a huge accomplishment for us I think it is and I am genuinely happy with the content we've made some episodes I love more than others but in an Mm -hmm. overall sense when I look at our Instagram page or I scroll through our descriptions of our episodes I'm really happy with what we've put out I think it's representative of us I think it's entertaining I hope it's entertaining for people (laughs) I hope so and I think it's authentic I feel like that's probably the thing that you and I have that's maybe not necessarily as widespread when you're consuming content creator content it's it's Mm -hmm. not always authentic there is always a persona attached to it but you and I are literally just two sisters talking to each other about whatever random things we want and there are no smoke screens there it is what it is no not at all And this whole last season, really, we did really talk about personal stories about ourselves. And I really think that our audience got a better look at who we are. And I do think we did a good job at representing the true version of ourselves, like the authentic version, not just what we want people to see. Because some episodes, like, weren't necessarily the easiest to film, but I feel like we're, like, really therapeutic to film at the same time, Mm -hmm. just because of some content that was in there but I do think that it was beneficial to us to be able to have that totally and even with the criticisms because it wasn't all glowing feedback from people and it's not people who are strangers to us they were actually Mm -hmm. like people in our lives you know coming out and saying no shade to anybody I know everybody has good intentions you know (laughs) no one wants to just be outright judgmental I think the criticisms came from a place of like I want to help you do this even better and some of the points we took one point we got for sure especially uh, early on yeah yeah the one about reading because the way we were kind of organizing our podcast in the beginning was very fact intensive and very regimented so we would have set out not scripts but very detailed talking points that we wanted to hit on yeah we would have legit like 
bullet points for every episode and topic points Mm -hmm. and each topic would have their own section of bullet points and it was a lot of text that was really written on the screen so when we were recording a lot of the times to make sure that we were hitting everything we would end up reading a part of a topic and then go off candidly right so that I feel like our audience felt in the beginning and people who were close to us kind of let us know yeah they could tell we were reading portions of it not all of it because we're not Mm -hmm. sitting here typing out scripts like I said but they could hear the difference between when we were just having casual fluid conversation and when we were trying to hit those talking points those are two different kind of presentation styles right so that was important feedback very early on and at first I was kind of like oh crap you know like that's not the kind of message I want to send out or the feeling that I want people to have when they're listening so as well no because our whole thing is eavesdropping on a random conversation between sisters so if Mm -hmm. people can tell that we're reading or have a feeling that we're reading things then it's like that kind of takes away the whole candid eavesdrop vibe right exactly I mean you want to feel like a fly on the wall is how I envisioned our audience or another Mm -hmm. person in the room just maybe not saying too much but I wanted it to feel like you were really sitting back and just it's chatting with us. It's hard to get a word in edgewise when you're in a room with us anyway. <laughs> so it's pretty realistic. Yeah, even if you have the pleasure of being in a room for a conversation with us, <laughs> you will have to be strategic about where you pop your comments where in. Where you interject. Because yeah. you and I just rebound off each other constantly and things do flow very easily and very naturally with you because we have such a strong bond and a deep chemistry that we've built over our lifetimes our whole life yeah but those were more of the constructive criticisms and then sometimes the ones that weren't necessarily as constructive just seemed like straight up judgmental kind of feelings from a few respondents yeah um and those left an interesting taste. I've never had my work judged on that kind of level before, but it seems like all of a sudden everybody is an expert on having a podcast and recording it and editing it and promoting it. Well, that's what I found so interesting, right? Like what I was saying kind of a little while ago about like the unsolicited advice and stuff that we were getting because like I wasn't asking for any of the criticisms or anything, but I would find people would just make comments or say things like, oh, you should do this kind of thing or you should do that. Like there's some podcast guru when they've literally never even tried to do one themselves you know so I found that to be pretty interesting and that affected my creative process a little bit because I found to be a little more guarded about what I would let people know well once it's said you can't unhear it that's just Mm -hmm. how it is and I think maybe that's why you see other content creators always say like the comment section is probably the worst place to go because you can't get that out of your head you could have 10,000 glowing responses and people praising you and then one person says wow that sucked you should have done this instead and And that's that's what you're going to hear yeah Yeah. that resonates so much more but I tried to take what I could from the judgmental or maybe the harsher criticisms of the podcast and incorporate it in our own way like we would discuss Mm -hmm. everything you know it's like did you see this did you hear that you know did you see the comment from so and so and it was like yeah I saw it And then we processed it together. It's like, so what do you think? Like, is this valid? Is this something we need to change? Or is this someone 
hoping that they're being helpful, but maybe they're just being a little too critical and speaking from a place of inexperience because it is a huge learning curve, even from episode one to this episode in terms of how we've conducted our whole show has changed immensely. But I do think that it's important to have some of those comments. I mean, it's important not to obsess about them, but Mm -hmm. it is important to discuss them like we did. And by doing that, we were able to kind of really find what we wanted to and how to portray what we wanted to. Yeah. Like, I don't know about yourself, but I mean, maybe I do a little bit, but I don't know. for, (laughs) For myself, the hardest part was taking the criticisms personally, because I do feel protective over what we're doing here because it's Mm -hmm. us again it's authentically you and I there's very little pretending or you know there's no personas here this is who I am and it's who you are so it's hard not to take it personally if someone says something about maybe the content that you're putting out or the way that you're doing it Um, so I think that sort of caused this weird Yeah, it it put a different spin on things and it made me question like, is the content we're delivering good content? And I kept searching for like something, is there better? Like the reason why? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And I agree too, because I mean, personally for me, any form of like art or passion or project that I do, I'm very protective of and defensive of. And that's something I kind of had to learn with the podcast too, is okay, I think I would get like defensive and kind of angry anytime you would tell me anything at first, Mm -hmm. but then we would talk about it and then the anger would kind of go away and I would kind of have some more understanding. So that was interesting too, to be able to kind of pull myself out of that anger and kind of see the other side. Yeah. And actually take the criticism the way that it's meant to be given Mm -hmm. instead of the way that I'm internalizing it and like making it into this bigger thing than it is. And I mean, it comes down to understanding the intentions of people. Like I said, these aren't strangers who are saying this kind of stuff to us. And it's not like we had a majority negative response or anything. But Mm -mm. for the few people that did make criticisms had positive things to say as well. It's just the criticisms, like anything else, stick out a little bit more. Definitely, right? But at the same token, Mm -hmm. I had surprising positive feedback from people who I thought I knew really well too, or just maybe I had fallen out of touch with, and then all of a sudden they pop up and they're like, hey, I listened to your episode and it really like resonated with me and I just wanted to say keep up the good work. That has been some of the coolest experiences of this podcast. It's having random people who you haven't talked to. I love my random people out there. And they (laughs) just find your podcast and they message you and let you know that they've been listening to it. I think that is so cool of them to do. And honestly, it makes you reconnect almost in a way with people that you haven't spoken to in so long. And I love that. Absolutely. And it causes this excitement. I think you've had two friends who are from kind of like your past life say they found the podcast on their own. They didn't go seeking it. They didn't see it posted on our pages, on our personal social media. They found it just by like scrolling through Spotify or checking out what's on Apple Podcasts that they hadn't heard. And we're listening to episodes and thinking like, wow, this voice is familiar. 
and looked into it deeper and saw that it was actually someone that they knew. So then they wanted to reach out and say, hey, I found this and it's so great. I'm happy I found it. Like that is probably the coolest thing. Shout out to you, Sam. Honestly, you're my girl. I love you. We (laughs) go back from high school. We were so close. So honestly, that was such a cool experience to have. And Sam, your message came at a really pivotal moment for us because we had been getting a lot of critiques at that time and we were Mm -hmm. starting to feel like things were stale and it was almost becoming a little bit of a chore not gonna lie because we were keeping to a pretty strict schedule of weekly episodes and that comes with all the promoting and the planning and recording and editing that goes along with it and it was having a little bit of burnout very early on and then coupled with criticism you're kind of like well if people don't even like what we're making Like, what are you Mm -hmm. doing this for? Like, yes, it's for us and I'm happy with it, but I'm becoming less happy with the more feedback that I get. And then you get beautiful comments like we did from Sam and it's just like, thank you. (laughs) And it's really cool too, because Sam actually knows both Cassie and I, we go back to high school together and Cassie's only two years older than we are so we all kind of knew each other and we all hung out every once in a while and um, when Sam messaged me she told me that she recognized our voices and she could tell it was us before she even knew it was us and I thought that was the coolest thing ever because that just shows that like our authenticity is like carrying over Mm -hmm. somebody who hadn't talked to me in years knew it was me just based off of our voice and like our laughs and the way we were talking that is such a cool experience and I've had a couple friends reach out too maybe not as close friends but I get mm-hmm. I don't want to say acquaintances it's just like I don't see these people all the time I wouldn't call them my bestie or whatever but the episode no, but they that were friends got, along the way of course and still friendly otherwise I wouldn't have them on my social media I'm like one of those people who's like if I have more than a hundred like friends or whatever you want to call it then like I'm really freaked out and I'm like I don't know you like I don't know know you this many people yeah so I don't want you looking at my personal life because I am kind of an open book on social media like I say what I mean I post Mm -hmm. pictures all the time like if you're not a part of my life in some way then I don't really want you seeing my life in that capacity so Especially after the episode Family Untied, where we talk about mom and our hardships there. I had quite a lot of girlfriends reach out and say, this episode really got me this week. You know, I'm in a similar situation and I just wanted to reach out as one woman to another and say, like, thank you for being so open and honest about it and keep doing what you're doing. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. loving the content. And that was so moving for me because that was a really hard episode yeah, honestly, to record. That meant so much. Yeah, that meant so much to me because I was so nervous about doing that episode. Like we had gone back and forth how many times about wanting to put that out or wondering if it was okay. This? Should we do yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Is this too far? Are we saying too much? You know, like it was just a really <laughs> hard episode to kind of process and try to figure out how to put out there. But after doing it, I felt a hundred times mm-hmm. lighter. I felt so much better. It was a form of you said it earlier it was therapeutic and I think that's the episode you were referring to when you were saying that earlier it was (laughs) (laughs) because we did we really toiled with it and I remember Brayden listened to it he doesn't okay full disclosure he doesn't really listen to the podcast (laughs) so 
Mm-hmm. So that's his own choice. Fair enough. I don't think Brad does either because, to be fair, he hears part of it, right? So he's just like, or mm. like during the editing, he hears parts because I'm like, oh, listen to this, right? So and like, like they oh, live with us. They I hear us know. talking all day long. <laughs> like, I get it. You don't want to have that like fair. in your yeah. earbuds. It's so fine. But Brayden listened to like the first episode and that was basically it. Like he didn't really pay attention. And then he would ask though, he's like, what are you talking about this week? And I said, oh, this week we're mm-hmm. talking about mom. And he like stopped eating dinner and he was like, what about your mom? Uh oh. <laughs> and I was like, kind of like about how difficult the relationship has been and everything that's happening with Carly right now and all of that. And he was like, do you really want to put that out on a public forum? And it honestly took me back for a minute. And I thought, I don't know, do I? Like, do I want to go there? <laughs> yeah, made like, you question everything. He kept saying, like, what if she hears this? What if she hears this? And I thought about that for a long mm-hmm. time. And I think I'm in the position now in retrospect where I firmly believed that if I wouldn't say it to your face, I'm certainly not going to record it and publish it on the internet and have strangers Mm -hmm. hear me and hear my truth and not have you hear it. So in a weird way, I was like, I hope she does at some point listen to it. It's so funny. I was just going to say too, actually, when like you, me and Brayden all talked about it too, actually Mm -hmm. afterwards and after it had already been published and everything, right? And he did say the same thing to me as well. And I said the same thing right away. I said, I hope she does. I hope she does. Because we were being honest. And you know what? It stands true. And I'll give a little bit of an update since we're talking about that right now. Yeah, update. Just a little (laughs) tiny bit. I did, okay, I did get a message from my mom again and she messaged me saying, Oh, should I just read yeah, it? Yeah, might as well. Let's not mince words, right? Yeah. Okay, let me just pull it up real quick. I won't read my response, but... No, don't read your response. <laughs> That's long. like next season's yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, but she messaged me on the 8th, and she said, Can you please tell me why we haven't spoken in six months? Question mark. I miss you, and I won't be here forever. Period. Mm, period. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So I sat with that one for a while, and... Uh, the update is I did respond to it and I was candid and I feel like I got the power to be candid because of saying that episode. I was just going to ask if you, I do you think you were empowered? That, I don't think I would have. I do, honestly. I truly do. I don't think I would have had the courage to say or even like had the words to say what I wanted to if I didn't do that episode, right? I probably would have just been like, oh, sorry, I've just been busy with work or like brushed it off like mm-hmm. we usually do, right? But because of the podcast and trying to be more more open and honest with people and trying to be honest about my boundaries with people with them rather than just letting them do what they want to do you know so I felt like having talked about it in the podcast kind of gave me that extra like that push or strength to just like get it out there and be honest with her so that's another positive kind of beautiful actually I mean it has changed the way that I I think I communicate in my day-to-day life because we're often well it's interesting what listening back to yourself and having to edit yourself after you have a conversation will do for what you actually say in the future it's so weird (laughs) so okay we can get into some of the highs and lows of season one like highs I think we've hit a lot Mm -hmm. of them like hearing from people who aren't necessarily super close in your life give you kudos that's a huge high a huge high is Mm -hmm. being proud of the content that we're making I really honestly I scroll through our stuff and I'm like you and I 
Like, it's not just in my head where I was like, you and I work so well together and we're so creative. We should do something. Yeah, I know. We've always talked about it. Yeah, but no action, right? This was legitimate action. And I can see it. It's in front of me. And I see what we're growing and what we're making. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is exactly what I was talking about. So that's a huge high. Like, accomplishing Mm -hmm. that moment with you is a huge high. But huge lows are being kind of self-conscious at the same time like I have no idea I said you know what I mean and uh Mm -hmm. what's the other thing I say all the time like like we say like way too much I say like a lot (laughs) way too much yeah you may not notice because we do try to trim those out so you're not like oh my god. because when you're editing it back you're like see I just did it again I mean, I mean, I mean, Brayden was laughing at me one night I was sitting there editing. I was like, you know, I mean, you know, I mean. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I did that too. I was like, do you know what you mean? (laughs) I'm just like yelling back at myself. I mean, you know, stop saying I mean, you know, you know, I mean. Do you know oh any my other god! Words? I was so annoyed with myself. I was like, is it because Same. I'm trying to fill the dead space and those are like filler like sentences? See, I keep saying like again. No, but- and it's so funny because it's literally sometimes right in the middle of conversation. It's literally like you're trying to process and your brain's just doing like this weird like loading yeah, skip thing. It's like thing, just right? take the pause. Take a breath, girl. Like don't fill every yeah, gap yeah. with a word. I think that's another thing I've had to learn too because... I do hate dead air, even in real life. Like if conversation just dies, I do it to Brayden all the time. We'll be driving into work and everything is cool. And then he stops talking to me and I'll say after like two minutes of silence, I'm like, oh, you're not very talkative today. Something on your mind? Oh my god! It's six o'clock in the morning. Like I'm just tired. But the silence bothers me, right? So I think I've been filling it with filler sentences. I know you do that to me too every once in a while. You're like are you okay and I'm like what are you talking about I'm fine silence (laughs) freaks me out just silence you're like I just have a weird vibe I don't know silence maybe it's my own vibe I'm listening to when it's silent because I have nothing but my own thoughts and I'm like oh girl your vibe is so not vibing something wrong (laughs) not vibing with my vibe so learning to be more mindful of what I'm saying repeating phrases or certain words I remember listening back to the first episode and I think I said the word profound like six times and I was like something can't be profound over and over and over again that doesn't make it profound anymore you just defeated the purpose of the word no you just yeah just lost lost the profound yeah so that was an interesting low but I think also a constructive low because it really forced me to be more mindful and careful about the words that I'm choosing and understanding that they really do hold different weight. I've always been a huge proponent of words matter, but really listening it back and I'm thinking sometimes like, is that honestly the message I was trying to convey? Like, is that my point actually coming across or am I just trying to use some cool words to make it sound better, right? Well, that's one thing I've found too is that I have to narrow down my thoughts a little bit better sometimes because I do, I write and run on sentences. So speaking and run on sentences sentences is just like no problem for me you know so it's having to take that like you were saying take that pause girl mm-hmm. take that take pause. a breath <laughs> take a knee like relax yeah. I don't know why there's just this urge to like 
always be on you know we talk at times mm-hmm. for half hour to an hour it can't be on all the time if it's going to be authentic that's no. not how people talk to each other in normal conversations mm-hmm. so just kind mm-hmm. of thinking about that and then another low was when I started realizing that I was becoming a little fixated on analytics it was super cool at first to see like oh my god someone from Barbados listened to our trailer how weird is that right I feel like you had a bigger problem with that than I did I I was really good with being like that's not our concern remember we're just happy with the content the content is really good so I'm happy Mm -hmm. with that I was good at balancing that out you definitely were better at it but I mean really analytics are stats and I was like show me the stats I know that's huge for you but then when I realized that it was influencing my decisions a little bit more it was like okay well we can't talk for 45 minutes because that episode had less listeners than the previous one that was only 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and that's limiting in itself is putting those boundaries on your your creativity so yeah like I don't know if you guys have noticed but we don't have a set time of how long our podcast runs for some conversation some random conversations randomly need more time that's just the way the world works and you and I typically knew when the episode wasn't going to be as as judged as we might have liked when we were stalling in the conversation right it was like we would complete the the one topic and then no segue just mm-hmm. kind of dead well, air that's what I was just gonna say a low for me personally was trying to find like random things in everyday yeah. life like I'm so sorry even if you're the most interesting person in the world I doubt something random happens to you every that week freaking often that's that <laughs> like that's that momentous that you have to make a podcast about it you know it just doesn't happen that way so we kind of had to rechange our thinking of how that worked too because I started to get like a lot of like anxiety yeah. almost when you would mess me on like uh, Friday being like do you have a topic and I'd be like oh my god I didn't even think about a topic right because I just got the episode up on Wednesday so I'm not even right. thinking about well, it. Well that was another thing I remember you said to me at one point you were like nothing random has happened to me this week so then we were like well Mm -hmm. frig like what are we going to talk about because we had changed the podcast structure up that way because originally we were doing like topic for topic like this is my topic this is your topic all within one episode but then we thought after that first piece of criticism that we got about the note taking (laughs) and the reading and everything we're like okay so how about we just change it and one of us can lead the episode and that will just kind of steer the conversation like have some talking points as the leader but it's your episode essentially like you set the tone but then when you couldn't think of anything and it was your week it it felt so defeating you were like I don't know what to Mm -hmm. talk about and there's this pressure to not only to deliver good content to the audience but pressure that I felt to you something that you're gonna want to talk about too yeah like I felt pressure to find something that both of us could speak about sometimes you know like it was just like a lot thinking about oh like what's something random that we could talk about this week like one day I was talking I was like okay well I think the episode I'll talk about today is gonna be like the neighbors and oh didn't you say something about beanie pooping on your bedroom oh my god yeah like really honestly we got so we did put that in an episode but it wasn't the whole episode like that was gonna be the, the whole yeah, thing. one time you were like, like, "How are we going to do what a whole episode to you on this?" this? Week? I was like, "I don't know." Beanie started randomly pooping in the middle of the floor all the time, and then <laughs> I was like, "I guess I could work with that." But then it was just so ridiculous, and that's where we got a little bit more into story time. 
you know, not necessarily right. current things happening to us in our lives because we don't get out that much <laughs> on a normal basis, but we do have we have real yeah, jobs. We work know, full like, time. Both of we us. work nine to five full we time. Have loving Monday partners. To Friday. There's no, no time. We've got loving partners. We've yeah. got animals. We've got a house and to take care of and mm-hmm. a job. Both of us very demanding jobs. Maybe somewhat of a social life every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, you know, I had my Dungeons and Dragons group. I had to commit to. So I had things on the go. <laughs> I had stuff to do busy busy so sometimes fitting in the podcast or even thinking about content it's like honestly I've come home and I went to bed at nine o'clock every night because I've been zonked out from work that doesn't make for very exciting content so it was this weird beginning phase of kind of for me chasing analytics chasing good content what's going to be interesting to other people and I really got away from what you and I agreed to do in the beginning which was make something that makes us happy that we're happy yeah not popular happy that made us really refocus though so I mean it was a low but we got through it and we did refocus and we realized what we want to talk about and how we can talk about our random things and it doesn't have to be something random that happened in your life doesn't have to be a random alpaca even though that was great you don't have to randomly buy a kayak in order to have a good episode although it was highly entertaining it can be a random thought that you had or random story from the past that you want to talk about again or a random you know? graveyard random that you saw all around. <laughs> you know yeah that was an episode <laughs> that I was like no one's gonna care about this and that's one of the better episodes that we have in terms of on analytics yeah analytics I know I think the title must be clickbait yeah or something. we I do don't try to clickbait you guys why else it would work. <laughs> we're like what's a grabby I don't feel like title we do try to clickbait I don't feel like we try to clickbait but we do look for grabby titles and like for the cemetery one like what else what, do what you else would you title that? that if you have another title for that episode go ahead and drop it in our oh my comments God, please yeah on our social media just please <laughs> let us know what you would have titled because I think I'm awfully clever a lot of the times with the titles and descriptions I'm very proud of like oh mm-hmm, I worded too. that they so just come cute. naturally some of them but some of them we really have to work on and it's like what the hell do we yeah, title so this? it's this interesting cycle of feeling like is it good enough am I happy enough with it is it being well received mm-hmm. and hitting all those marks but knowing where to focus it and I think where you and I shine is really pulling it back to well do you and I like this do you and I think Why it sounds good this? does it look good like are mm-hmm. we happy with it and if so then who cares if two people listen to it maybe that's just you and I and that's okay because I liked the episode so yeah and that's what really matters to me is being happy with the content that we produce it's not about how many people listen to it like you said it could be one person other than us who listens to it and that's great maybe that's the one person who needed to hear the episode that's you can't that's what I think you can't (laughs) dispute or disregard what your reach might have impact for maybe someone's feeling really lonely and it's comforting for them to feel like they're sitting and talking with two girls and just having a good time right and we do try to keep things relatively light we're not focusing on you know politics or anything intense like that like it is a break from reality in a sense yeah because it is just random conversations mm-hmm. it's not anything too deep but it can it be. can be <laughs> and I think we've had moments for sure and you know sometimes mm-hmm. I listen back and I'm like ooh, that was a good 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 takeaway that's a as Oprah would say a tweetable moment you know like that was a good thing <laughs> 
I love that. I know she says it all the time on her podcast. Oh, wait, let me write that down. That's a tweetable moment. I'm like, wow, to think people actually speak in those ways. <laughs> or think in those yeah. ways. We got to be better with our Twitter. Tell us, uh, how do we be better? Oh my gosh, our Twitter <laughs> needs some serious love. But I think that's part of the growth and the experience that we've taken on. We have realized that not necessarily everything we're doing right now is probably the most efficient or most creative way of doing things and because of Mm -hmm. that I think we're excited for some changes that we're thinking about implementing for season two so excited for season so excited oh yeah it's gonna be so So, good guys like oh just just brace yourselves I know it's gonna be a break it's gonna be a short break though so don't get too scared we're only gonna be gone for a month do you want to let all all the people Should all the people know it? exactly yeah like let's get into it like here's how we want to tie up season one and here's what we're thinking about for season two for season one we are tying it up today, today. this will be our last episode but don't fear you will still get glimpses of us on our social media so if you're not following us on our instagram and our twitter what are yeah. you doing go mm-hmm. follow us at trs underscore podcast underscore don't forget that extra little random underscore at the end there and on there we'll be doing like little stories and things like that on our instagram just kind of keeping you guys up to date and getting you ready for season Season two two. which will be amazing and i think we want to implement a couple polls as well so if you're listening to this in real time we do want to get your feedback we've said it almost every episode we want to hear from you guys and we're hoping that as our social media grows obviously you're reaching more people hopefully more people are listening and you do have feedback for us I know we talked a lot about criticisms and comments but they're important and they did in a lot of ways help shape our content in just 12 episodes so we want to put a few polls up and see what you think yeah we really want to get your guys opinions and thoughts so that we can make help you feel like this is your podcast too we want you to feel like you're a part of us because randomly we all are a family absolutely and maybe taking it beyond eavesdropping just talking with us right it's great to listen yeah get involved in the conversation exactly be that third person I three is my favorite number so be number three <laughs> come and join us yes. three's a party three's totally a party I love three everything good comes in threes for me everything bad too but it's threes so are like a big number for me three's the it's number. my number yeah for sure so yeah social media is going to be still active during the break like Carly said it's just going to be one mm-hmm. month so we're actually planning for our first episode back to be on devil's night October 30th yeah. Yes, and we had to do this because we did tell you guys in one of our earlier episodes that we have some really great spooky, creepy stories from when we were little creepy Yeah, little paranormal stories. Uh, (laughs) Super creepy. So we're really going to get into it on that episode. So the first episode back is going to be a good one and you're not going to want to miss it. So it will be on October 30th. Mm -hmm. So you can kick off your Halloween season the right way by listening to two random sisters talk about their super bizarre childhoods growing up kind of paranormal. So 
that episode I'm really excited <laughs> for. I think it's going to be a really cool season opener. I think so too. It's going to be an interesting one. That's yeah. For sure. And on that note, we do want to release more episodes per season, but at a little bit of a different time frame. Mm-hmm. Well, season two is just going to be rearranged a little bit differently. It is. It's going to be 24 episodes, which is double the amount of episodes. Two times, someone might say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we are also going to be doing them bi-weekly. So we're going to give you twice the amount of randomness, but at a little bit of more of an extended pace. But again, on that week off, we will still be active on our social media. So yeah, and really, we did soft launch a couple bi-weekly episodes. I know our audience is small at this point, but no one seemed to really mind that we were releasing two of the episodes a little later than weekly. But because we were finding this crunch of real life, like Carly and I said, we both have full-time jobs. We've got responsibilities at home. As much as I loved sinking, you know, five to seven hours into the podcast every week, it was eating up a lot of time. I don't even get home until 6.30 most nights. So yeah. it was feeling... So it was becoming difficult. Yeah, it was feeling not cumbersome, but overwhelming in the sense mm-hmm. that I wanted it to be great content. But I was having trouble maintaining the weekly podcast schedule. Yeah, so I think pacing it out bi-weekly but giving you more episodes overall works out really nicely. We're going to stick with Wednesday. It's a way better deal. It's a way better deal. Yeah, twice the episodes with twice the break in between so <laughs> yeah so twice the amount of time for you guys to listen to them and interact with us Hello. yeah I mean what's not to love about that there's just twos popping up everywhere for season two so we're gonna keep it with the Wednesdays we do like Wednesdays and we actually went through the whole calendar and we saw we get to have a lot of cool dates for the podcast launches mm-hmm. so we're excited about that yeah so there'll be a lot of great episodes and content coming in that and on top of that in season two we're gonna change things up even more and we feel like season one you really got Mm -hmm. to know us which is great we're so glad that you know us a little bit better now but in season two we want to bring on some guests so that we can have some more diversity yes more diversity get some more conversations going on the platform and just kind of open it up more than to being just about the two of us. And more than likely, they're going to be people who are already in our lives, whether that's family members or friends or co-workers or what have you. But I think it'll be a Mm -hmm. kind of cool sidestep from just always listening to Carly and I and getting to know us to getting to know the people in our lives and getting that kind of full picture of what's going on. Get their perspective of what they think of these random sisters. Mm -hmm. And the other big (laughs) change is our beloved game random rapid fire will sadly be going away at the very least temporarily for season two we do want to release a new game so if you know of anything fun that you want us to play or try or experiment with we're open to suggestions yeah and we'll probably have some polls going on the game choices as well on our instagram so if you want to have a hand in picking what game we'll be playing make sure you look out yeah we're like kind of we're open to anything but i'm hoping for a game that you can play with either two or three players because for when we do have guests Mm -hmm. on we want to be able to play with them (laughs) have them in on the fun too of course but with all of that said 
And since this will be the last one, how about, for old time's sake, one more round of random one rapid last fire. Game. One last round. One last round. All right. I think so, too. One last game of random rapid Ooh, fire. Ooh, random rapid fire. <laughs> Here we go. So if this is actually the first episode that you're listening to, I'm sorry that you came right at the <laughs> end, but... You have a whole lot of episodes to catch up on, at least, I guess. Yeah, that is the bright way of looking at things for sure. (laughs) So if you don't know what Random Rapid Fire is, this is a fun little game that Carly and I created for all of you to get to know us a little bit better. And we ask each other three questions and we prepare these ahead of time, but don't disclose what they are to each other. So the responses that we give are completely raw and unfiltered. And this week we have Cassie in the hot seat first. And for question Mm -hmm. number one, since we are talking about the creative process, when do you feel the most creative? During the day, at nighttime? Oh, 100% at night. I'm definitely a night owl and... Some of the best essays I've ever written were those 3 a.m. essays. And I don't know, something just sparks in me when the lights go out. Same here. <laughs> I'm not one of those people who wake up from a dream like, I had this brilliant idea. You do do that sometimes, no, too. Although I did one yeah, time. Yeah, it worked out well for us. <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, exactly. But no, definitely the nighttime. All right. And for question number two, what are you most proud of this season? Uh, I know it's going to sound so ridiculous, but I'm proud that we stuck it out. I think it's very (laughs) easy to begin a project or something like this and have lots of steam and motivation at the beginning and then just slowly let things die off. So yeah, and fizzle out towards the Yeah, I'm proud that we didn't fizzle and that we've still maintained such a good relationship working together. Together, if if not even better because we are changing the way that we talk to each other in some ways so yeah I guess that's twofold yeah. proud <laughs> I would definitely say our relationship is better I think so. and that I agree <laughs> and for my last question for you what are you looking forward to the most about season two I'm again this is so stupid I'm really looking forward to a new game I think are you I, really? Yeah. I That's know so it's so weird. weird. But I have this one thing in mind. Carly and I, when we were testing our microphones in the beginning, we did oh something. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Carly, but I don't want to yeah, spoil do. it in case we actually do it. But we tested something and I had so much fun doing it and listening back. It was hilarious. And I'm kind I of feel like, like maybe we should release that in like an Instagram stories and have people vote on whether they liked it or not before we put that into an episode. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll do a soft lunch, but I'm really excited yeah. for the new game because as much as I love random rapid fire, I think if we go this route, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then yeah. as a less weird answer, guests. I think it's going to be cool to have guest speakers on. So I'm really excited to have guests on too. I think yeah. that's going to be really fun. Well, I guess that's it for my round of <laughs> random yeah, rapid all. fire. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. But before I get too I know, sad. That's the, literally the last random rapid fire for you. I know. Boom, all wrapped up. Just like oh, that. Oh my gosh. Put a bow on it. There we go. But, 
Before I get too sentimental, because you know how we cancers be, uh, you're up, Carly. So yeah. are you ready right, for your random question? All right. So I'm going to hit you kind of with a double whammy question. But for the oh. first one. So does this count as two? It's one and a half questions, I'm going to say. <laughs> but I'm counting it what as What kind one. of loophole is that? <laughs> We've had loopholes in previous episodes. Okay, so it's I'm the last one. final one. I will allow it. Yeah, I'm milking it, okay? Okay, let me milk this. So for your first question, what is your favorite and your least favorite episodes of our season one recordings? Ooh, okay. Let me let me go look. Cause like I don't know off the top of my head. Because you love them all so much, right? It's so true. It's so true. It's so hard okay. to choose. So I know my least favorite like right away is Rest in Peace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. That one, maybe Millennial Views. I don't know. That one was okay. Yeah, I think those two kind of tie for me in terms of like least favorite episodes. Not that they're not mm-hmm. good as standalone but I think comparatively just not as much love in those ones yeah and then I think my favorite episode is probably mm, I think maybe 18 Grenadier honestly I loved that episode that one was fun that was fun to talk about childhood oh Grenadier was a wild time so many good times at Grenadier so many good memories. Awesome. Okay. I'm I'm surprised with 18 Grenadier is your favorite, but now that you explain it. Are you? What do you think I would say? I don't know. Like, I thought you would have really liked the astrology one uh, written in the well, stars. Well, last one that we did, so I felt like a cop out. <laughs> That's true. Here's a plug for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But let's see. What else do we have here? I think... Honestly, Canadian Dreams was really, really fun, too. But Out of the um, Box was really fun, too. Out of the Box was fun. I'm looking at them all, and I'm like, but I love this one for this reason, and I love that one for this reason. So I know. I do love all the other ones other than (laughs) Rest in Peace, basically. (laughs) Yeah, Rest in Peace is the the only one that I'm kind of like, okay, we could have done better. We could have done better. That's Again, that's when we were searching for content, and I was like, I drove by a graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) It was random. (laughs) It was random, and I did think what I said, but anyways, I digress. Your second (laughs) random rapid-fire question. Not so rapid. (laughs) Not so rapid. They should have just been random questions, but... Yeah, really. I digress again. Uh... (laughs) Would you rather have unlimited creative ability or unlimited free time? Unlimited free time because I am of the belief that unlimited like creativity is learned. I don't believe it's inherent. No, you don't think it's something that you're like innate? No, I think if you draw every single day, you'll draw the most beautiful freaking pictures. Mm. If you draw once in a year, your pictures are going to look kind of mediocre because you don't got the time to put in the art to have the creative process come through. I think it's taught. I don't think it's inherent. So you see creativity as a skill versus a trait? Yes. Okay, cool. I love that. I love that because, Mm -hmm. you know, I love learning, so... I yeah, love that honestly, I think anybody can learn to be creative. Awesome. And my third question, funnily enough, is kind of similar to your last question for me. But what is, outside of the podcast, the creative mm-hmm. outlet that you feel is most therapeutic for you? Oh, this is easy. Drawing, hands Drawing. down. Because oh, you 100%. do have many skills. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but Carly is a mean seamstress. She's made me so many costumes, <laughs> and they're freaking I'd amazing. I'd say mediocre. I'm like... A- 
a jack of all trades. I'm master of none. <laughs> Listen, I wore your costume to Fan Expo and I walked around and it didn't fall off my body. So you're a master Which is seamstress better than to me. the velour sweatpants you tried to make for yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> she wore. Oh she made God. these pants, wore them to bed, and they fell apart by the time she was awake in the morning. So that's how good of a sewer she is. <laughs> so sad. I was trying to make fancy pajamas for Scope, which was like a grade eight catholic school retreat yeah she wanted thing. like you know like the velour juicy couture With like cherries hype. i remember i made cherries out of velvet oh my yeah, god yeah i remember so that bad. too <laughs> yeah so i stitched together these pajamas and i went to bed and i woke up in pieces and i was like what the frick just happened like i was so yeah. mad i never sewed again so the fact so you can funny. make stuff stay together i'm like that's a serious skill and you love your design <laughs> so your standards are a little low <laughs> <laughs> well maybe i'm just so proud of my baby sister for I being that might such be a it. good designer <laughs> No, you're an incredibly talented illustrator, too, which is so funny because you didn't really do that when you were younger. But then as you got into your 20s. I used to draw 20s, a bunch when I was younger. I didn't like illustrate as much, right? Like I would draw cartoon or Disney stuff. I love to draw Disney stuff. Mm. That's like my go to. Yeah, we used to imitate all the VHS covers. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I would that? do all the time, oh, which is wow. also why my proportion sucks. But hey, yeah, love cartoons. There you go. Thanks for brainwashing washing my perception of beauty disney you really you yeah, really done right? did it there <laughs> well my dear that is it oh my god Random that's it i was like waiting for another one i wasn't no, ready to finish that was three. oh my god it's over okay. that's it that's all you guys well that's the end of season one thank you so much for being here with us and enduring all our randomness Mm-hmm. And for growing with us. I hope that you've yeah. had a good time listening, that you feel like you know us a little bit better, that you're just coming back for more. And again, if this is the first one that you're listening to, there's 11 other pretty awesome episodes and a trailer that you can listen to and enjoy. So who doesn't this doesn't have to be binge? the last. Who yeah. doesn't love a good binge? So binge right. on us. <laughs> so creepy that's so weird but i mean it i mean it enthusiastically I mean it though. sincerely truly and enthusiastically go and binge on us we are on so many different listening platforms for you to enjoy so just search mm-hmm. for the random sisters and you'll find us yeah just like that and if you can't get enough of us with just those 12 episodes then like we were saying before you can catch us on our social medias because we will be doing stories so stay tuned for those because those will be new and fun from us absolutely and we hope you'll join us again for season two as a little reminder we're back officially on october 30th with a new spooky episode for you to enjoy (laughs) so come on back don't forget about us because we'll be here (laughs) yeah and until then stay real stay random 